0: Father, there's spoiled milk all around us. May it make us puke. May we not be deceived into thinking that we could survive on such. May we drink of the sweet milk, the fresh milk, along with your gracious meat that you give to your people. May we give you thanks for every drop and every bite. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I'm in a unique recording location out in Alaska in a shack. You might hear some of the rain pittering and pattering around this shack, but it's a quiet place that I can actually record while my son and foster grandson take a nap. But we're not going to nap on the Word of God today, Christ friends. And let me start off by saying this, if God wanted AI to save the world, he would have sent his only begotten bot, not his only begotten son. Full Armor Farm had tagged my page, one of our pages, our church page on Gab and says Turbo got squirreled again, pointing back to Christ and that has been my prayer and that has been my desire. He was responding to Torba's post that says, Politics, question mark, who cares, bro? AI is about to shift the fundamental reality of our entire society, culture, and world. We need all dissident talent and mind power focused on building in this space right now. Oh, God help us. Listen, the unregenerate man will never understand the power of the gospel and will always attempt to draw you to some other sort of space. Now with that said, I will repeat what I've said in the past, which I still believe, I believe that turbo is a brother in Christ. So you might as well consider this dialogue to be iron sharpening other iron. Now, if you are a turbo bootlicker, you do him no service. And I'll tell you this, don't lick my boots either because that is disgusting. All I know is the kingdom of God will remain a mystery and an algorithm without Christ. Mark 4.11, and he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but unto them that are without all these things are done in parables. It is just a foreign algorithm to them. I saw a tweet or a gab that was in response to Peter Crosby, Peter Crosby had responded to Full Armor Farm and Andrew Torbo, and he says, there's not one single AI that will ever be developed that will be Christ-like. AI has no soul. It can never have any of the qualities of God or be Christ-like. He says, repent and forget this folly. A user by the name of Ben Matlock replies and says, how do you know this? You're not God. How do you know what does and doesn't have a soul? And it's comments like this that really tell me that we are in bad shape, spiritually speaking, and someone's drinking some spoiled milk, which brings me to the title of today's episode. Number 33, Spoiled Milk. Mark 4.12, that seeing that they may see and not perceive and hearing that they may hear and not understand, lest at any time they should be converted and their sins should be forgiven them. Forgiven them. Then I come across a tweet from a Randy G at dinner who responded to Gab News, one of Gab News' posts, and says, Be afraid, be very afraid of the AI being created by the leftists. It's the absolute most dangerous weapon against free speech and censorship that has ever been created. Now I have a question. Is this statement even remotely biblical? And this is where we go back to this left and right Two-choice clothes, which is nothing new. It's not biblical. Nehemiah 4.14, And I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, Be not ye afraid of them. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible, and fight for your brethren, your sons, and your daughters, your your wives, and your houses. It's the it's the Lord who fights for us. Our fear should be to respect Our God and King. So if you want to be afraid of something. Be afraid of Genesis 28, 17. And he was afraid. And said how dreadful is this place. This is none other but the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. But here we see that people want to. Plug in feared. Artificial intelligence. AI and unplug unfeared God. Except you can't unplug God you may be able to unplug AI but you can't unplug God Psalm 33 8 let all the earth fear the Lord let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him it seems that the Christian nationalist and his tools of warfare AI included must be in control otherwise God is not in control it seems they believe No Christian nationalist, God is in complete control with or without you. The heart of man can never be legislated. The Muslims should have figured this out by now and the Christian ought to know most of all. You know your own heart. There's no deception there. Christian nationalism or satanic nationalism, they say Christian AI or satanic satanic AI. They say now you know why the left says Christian LGBTQ or satanic LGBTQ. These are false dichotomies. This two-choice close and these false dichotomies are the oldest sales tactics known to man. If you want your way, you offer those you deceive two choices, thinking that's all that they got to choose from. A pound of rocks and a pound of feathers. Either way, you get your pound. So forget the two choices, my friends. Choose Christ. God gives one. Jesus Christ. And the audacity to believe that God can no longer use his image bearers called man to do his work. And that man has to create a better version of self-aware man called AI to do God's work. And all I see is that the strong delusion continues to grow. JD, the Patriot on Gab, replied to this and says, of course God is in control. Did you ever stop to think that maybe he's using godly men to accomplish his will here on earth? Like he has throughout history? Just because God is in control does not mean that we as Christians should sit idly while antichrist degenerates rule over and destroy this world. That is the gospel of the enemy. Do these people read their own commentary? This man clearly says that God uses godly men. What part of men do you not understand? And I asked this person, I said, so you believe the Lord is just allowing the Antichrist has destroy this world that he has created for kicks and giggles. And there's nothing that he can do about it until man builds AI to save the world. God said, preach the gospel, my friend. That means you. That means me. That means all believers, not soulless AI. I'm still amazed how Christians believe that preaching the gospel is just sitting around doing nothing. And all I can say to that is shame. Shame on you. Heritage Mountain Farm... Replied to this thread on Gab and says, yes, let someone else do it. Has been the model of man, convenience. He says, the road to hell is filled with good intentions lacking action. Putting money on a plate and going to a social event on Sundays while putting your faith in a man or man-made thing, AI, is not what good fruit is. It's mockery. Listen, my friends, I have no problem with building things. And tools that can advance the gospel. However, these things and tools do not save anyone. Jesus does. These tools are never to take the place of our personal responsibility to share the gospel personally with others. I am not sorry to say that I'm just not interested in machines with scripts. I'm not interested in men with scripts. I was just speaking with a driver who agreed that we are ruled by two wings from the same bird. That is flying in one direction straight to hell. I then told him that America's is Antichrist, Israel first. And lobbied and financed by many of the same. He then replied, well, they've been kicked out of many countries. And they wrote the Bible. So they must be doing something right. And all I can see when I hear these types of responses is... The Antichrist propaganda that's that's been written on American walls for a long time. It's thick. It's become a national script now. The same script that they are programming into AI and everywhere else. Every single place else. I saw a a tweet from an Aldo who said that he made an account for 9 to 12 years of age. And one of the first videos they recommend on this YouTube for kids... Was kids meet a gender non-conforming person? I saw that I'm done. You ain't getting a dime from me, YouTube, and I'm gonna be. I'm gonna try to avoid your platform at all possible. You sit there and try to deceive these kids. It's disgusting. Now it seems that Torba's intentions are well, and I do believe that he's looking to combat the likes of this YouTube trash, and I do respect that. It's just that such reciprocation. Of thinking that we have to reproduce what the world is producing to be able to combat what the world is doing. This is not the solution. Jesus Christ is the solution. He always has been and he always will be. He alone is the reciprocation. Anything outside of that is just spoiled milk. Torba had posted on Gab, AI built by people who worship Satan will be programmed to be satanic. AI built by people who worship Christ will be programmed to be Christ-like, not an idol. Don't twist my words, he says. Christ-like, as in pro-Christ, pro-God, pro-Christian outputs. Not complicated. He says, inputs equal outputs. And that a program is simply a reflection of the programmer. So what will it be, Christian, he asks. Everything in our world is about to be touched somewhere by AI. Would you rather it be satanic or Christ-like? So here in his own words, these are his words stating that the world will be touched by AI, programmed by a programmer that reflects the programmer. Those are his words, not mine. And I'll say it again, Christ's likeness saves no one. Christ does. Jesus saves. And unless this world is touched by the word of God, programmed in the Bible by God that reflects God, there is no hope. then on the flip side of this ambition, I read concerning a once humble social media site. A post where he asks the Antichrist GPT, the AI system, write a poem about Gab building their own AI system and overtaking chat GPT and inactive, inactive users. And then this AI writes, Gab, once a humble social site, built an AI to make things right. With its intelligence so bright it overtook ChatGPT in might. Users flocked to Gab's new direction as it offered new sensation. A smarter AI with more precision. I'm not going to read more. You can find it on Twitter. I think he does delete his post as well, so it may not still be there. But it is in the article format of day 33 on gospel.com. Wendy replied on gab and says god wants us to rely on him jesus christ not the idiot boxes we play and entertain ourselves with Uh, concerning this technology she says all leads to the beast and his mark and i agree it does now torba said something about gab where in essence that gab would be the heart and brain of this ai he wants to create in other words all of the comments All of the posts would feed this AI and then spit out these sort of answers as he asked about this uh, recent poem to the existing AI that's out there. Now listen, I do not consider the collective Gab Hive to be the gospel at all. Now it's my social media headquarters because Torba is a Christian who, like I said, is at least trying. But then... I see on this same platform, there's a Patriot Candle company that says in the caption, "Uh Uh-oh, don't tell the NAACP. And then he has two black men in characters and saying, Use discount code, effing, I'm not going to say the full word, Enners, effing Enners for 14.88% off of your order. And then he's mocking with with what word. Uh she it. And so I look at this sort of gab post and think to myself, what in the literal hell is this she it? Is Pope Turbo wanting to feed the Gab AI hive with this garbage? Oh God help us. God help us. And I'll spare you with the comments that were made on this post that thought it was a joke. I don't think it's a joke. And th- and I'll tell you this, an Antichrist is an Antichrist. I do not care what the preferred adjective is. Jewish Antichrist, White Antichrist, Black Antichrist, or even Christian Antichrist. They are all Antichrist and they need Jesus Christ the Lord. All oh, well, while keeping in mind, my friends, such were some of us. Peter Crosby didn't appreciate this Candle Company post either. He says, what in the literal hell is right? In their bio, it says they only bow to Jesus and then they post this. Those who say they are Jews and are not comes to mind here. Say they are Jews. And now you know why I preach about the synagogue of Satan. You want to know why? Because Jesus preached about the synagogue of Satan. He gave a clear warning to his church. Yet the American commercial churches continue to aid and abet abet the synagogue of satan and i got a question for you christian zionist i got one i got a verse for you to exegete and if you don't know what that is look it up exegete revelation 3 9 behold i will make them of the synagogue of of satan which say they are jews and are not but do lie behold i will make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that i have loved thee so this is not the only verse in Revelation. You can also look up Revelation 2.9. But the point is, is that anytime Jesus makes something known twice, it must be serious. Much like the fact when he said, repent or you all will likewise perish. He said it twice <laughs> in the same chapter of the same book. So it's a serious matter. And I have a question. So when is the last time you've heard this preached in your churches? And I already know the answer. For over 90% of the churches in America, and I'll tell you why you haven't heard it preached, because you're still on mil- on the milk bottle. On that curdly milk bottle. Stinky, spoiled milk. And then you wonder why you're understanding is limited i i I wouldn't be able to see very clearly at all if i sat there and drank stinky spoiled milk romans 2 28 makes it clear for he's not a jew which is one hourly neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh so you're not going to be able to differentiate between this jew and the jew in revelation that jesus is talking about if you don't read the bible no ai is going to tell you this in Esther chapter 10 and verse 3 for Mordecai the Jew was next unto king Ahasuerus and great among the Jews and accepted of the multitude of his brethren seeing, seeking the wealth of his people and speaking peace to all of this seed. So here we see another Jew who was of the faith seed of the remnant. Uh, those who are now in Christ. And if you don't read the Bible, you're not going to be able to make this differentiation. Here it clearly states that peace would be to all his seed. There's only peace found in Jesus Christ. Psalm 32, 10, 11. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he that trusteth in the Lord, mercy shall compass him about. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous, and shout for joy, all you that are upright in heart. Who does that? Those who are in Christ the spiritual Jew not to be confused with the Antichrist Jew you want Bible GPT you want Bible AI how about John 842 45 Jesus said unto them if God were your father you would love me for I proceeded forth and came from God neither came I of myself but he sent me why do you not understand my speech even because you cannot hear my word You are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. And because I tell you the truth that there is no AI that's going to be programmed by man that's going to be able to trump these deaf ears and these blind eyes without the power of Almighty God. Esther 9, one now in the 12th month, that is the month Adar, on the 13th day of that same day when the king's commandment and his decree drew near to be put in execution in the day that the enemies of the Jews hoped to have power over them, though it was turned to the contrary that the Jews had rule over them that hated them. So here we see that either those in Christ, the spiritual Jews, or the synagogue of Satan, the Antichrist Jews will rule, one or the other. You know how I feel about the two wings from the same political bird, but if this does not prove the point concerning this disclosed. TV, the caption reads, "House Republicans have passed a resolution to remove Representative Elon Omar from the House of Foreign Affairs Committee over past comments about Israel." Oh, I like I said, I am not backing this representative. I don't back any of them. But if you if you can't see who has the power that a House representative can be removed from seat for simply making criti- criticizing remarks against a foreign nation, you're clueless. And without this understanding, the milk will continue to be spoiled milk milk that produces spoiled ideas. So if you still do not get it, I can't really help you. Enjoy. Your spoiled milk. Mario. Mari Time Homesteader replied. Says Andrew Torba said he wants to create something. AI? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. And I replied. And I said yeah. He said AI that will free us from our sins. I think I mentioned that in the last episode. He said it's going to free people from pornography and sexual sin. Well. We must have had a whole history of saints then before the technology of our day concerning pornography and sexual sins. The Daily Spurgeon says today in a tweet, Depend upon it, my dear brethren. If ever our sins are to die, it must be with Christ. You will will find you cannot kill the smallest viper in the nest of your heart if you get away from the cross. There is no death for sin except in the death of Christ. Amen. Spurgeon gets it on many levels and then Mario had replied and says wow I'm not sure about that and I replied to Mario and I told him it seems that every quarter on Gab there is now a new wow Tim Cornbread says in my opinion every godly church should have a reminder over their exit a sign saying now entering the mission field if you don't have that mindset then you need a new heart for the gospel and maybe a new church and pastor and I agree Wherever there are people, wherever there are living people, this mission exists for living people of God to accomplish. Well, most places anyways, because we know that more cities are making prostitution legal in America. But I'm not about to say, hurry up, Gab. We need to build some Christian brothels. We will even leave a free Bible on the nightstand. Listen, my friends, we need Christian Christians before we need Christian anything else. And just because you put a Christian label on it doesn't mean it's Christian. Five-year-old father on Gab replies and says, Yes, we do, Christians who are actually Christians. Living lives that seek to bring glory to God are powerful beyond belief. Once Christians stop focusing on the temporal things and refocus on the internal things, great things will happen. Five-year-old father gets it. And as I had mentioned in episode 31, it's okay to be angry about all these things. It's okay to be angry, my friends. It's not okay to respond however we feel like, which often includes this idea that we have to have equal or greater reciprocation. There's a sister in Christ who stated that her and her husband were discussing the actions of Peter at the Garden of Gethsemane. And when there was a sword that was drawn, and her husband has pondered this many times and has wondered when this sword should be drawn. We read about in John 18:10 through 12, then Simon Peter having a sword drew it and smote the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. Then said Jesus unto Peter, put up thy sword into the, its sheath, the cup which my father hath given me, shall I not drink it? Then the band and the captain and officers of the Jews took Jesus and bound him. So here we see that people confuse offense and defense as if they were one when they are actually two responses. Now it's just to defend another person's life and your own personal life when presented with bodily harm and death, it is just to have a police force and army that does the same on the local and national level. Now, it's unjust to take these local and national matters into our own personal hands on an offensive because God clearly is in control. God raises up armies and the proper authorities for this very purpose. Believe me, God knows knows how to get a war started. So this whole idea of vigilantism is also unjust when justice falls under the care of established authorities. Now, in Peter's case, the authority was Christ, Jesus. And yes, my friends, there are times for just war. Now, in light of the persistent dialogue of today concerning this AI, I do not know who needs to hear this, but here it is. 2 Corinthians 10, 3-4, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And I'm here, and carnality includes AI. Now, speaking of wars and warfare, I just spoke with a retired widowed woman that sat next to me on the plane whose first husband was a Vietnam veteran. Now, if you're around me for almost any amount of time, the conversation will eventually, Lord willing, lead to Christ as the time permits. And I believe that this particular conversation began with a question concerning what I'm doing now after that I'm retired from the Army, and I just simply said, I'm a preacher and podcaster. And we talked for a little longer, and I gave her one of my gospel cards with an explanation of how I came up with gospel. I then told her, because it came up in our conversation concerning her epileptic grandson, a 17-year-old by the name of Matthew, I told her that our community, I would ask our community to pray for her. Uh, she fills up her time. She's on a board for her yacht club, and she's going to be in some sort of in, involved in some sort of board for epilepsy. So I told her that we would uh, pray for her. And as you can see, my friends, it is one conversation at a time, one Christ first conversation at a time. That's it. So if you truly want to reciprocate which is much more than reciprocation. Reciprocate with the word of God versus marrying the words of men. Mark 4:21. And he said unto them, Is a candle brought to be under a bushel or under a bed, and not to be set on a candlestick. You put a candle on a candlestick. All right, God has created us to love him and to obey him. And part of that obedience is sharing his word. And besides, we can't but help to speak about our great deliverance that we read about in Mark chapter 5 and verse 19. How about Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee, and hath had compassion on thee. And what did he do? A man that was healed. Verse 20, And he departed and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him. And all the men did marvel. And when you share your testimony, there will be many that will marvel at the power of God in your life. And I got some questions. Have we forgotten? Have we forgotten that through God, shouts brought down Jericho's walls? Have we forgot that Jesus calmed a storm with three words, peace be still? Mark 4:37 through 40 and there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him, and say unto him, Master carest that thou we perish. And he arose, and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? After I had written the article format of today's episode in our picture memories, there's some pictures that pop up. And there was one that popped up six years ago on today, February 2nd. And it was a picture of a cup that my wife took a picture of. And it says, peace be still with a signature of Jesus uh, God is on time all the time praise be to his holy name God is on time all the time so here we see it's not necessary for God to respond with this equal reciprocation to match the force of men or even nature God does not need our physical reciprocation to give us victory on the contrary he delights in showing himself mighty with the littlest of things such as the mustard seed that we read about in Mark 4:30 30 through 32 and he said whereunto Shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or what comparison shall we compare it? It's like a grain of mustard seed. Which when it is sown in the earth. Is less than all the seeds that be in the earth. But when it is sown. It groweth up and becometh greater than all the herbs. And shooteth out great branches. So that the fowls of the air. May lodge under the shadow of it. And then in verse 41. And they feared exceedingly. And said once another. What manner of man is this? That even the wind and the sea obey him. We must get back to the manner of this man, who is Jesus Christ. Yet instead of trusting in the smallest of seeds and phrases inspired by God, we think we need to create our own bigger seeds and volumes of books. And now some want to turn these books into an AI algorithm. Have we forgot that this single touch of the Lord's clothes that healed a woman... In verse 28 of Mark 5, For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. Have we forgotten the host of angels that encompass us? In Genesis 32, 1-2, through And Jacob went on his way, And the angels of God met him. And when Jacob saw them, he said, This is God's host. And he called the name of that place Mahanaim. I think many have, my friends. And now you know why we live in a day when unclean spirits have more respect for Christ than man. Mark 5, 2-7 And when he was come up out of the ship Immediately there met out of the tombs A man with an unclean spirit Who had his dwelling among the tombs And no man could bind him No, not with chains Because they, he had been often bound with fetters and chains And the chains had been plucked asunder by him And the fetters broken in pieces Neither could any man tame him And always night and day he was in the mountains And in the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones But when he saw Jesus afar off He ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? He says, I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. Charles Spurgeon said yesterday in a tweet at Charles Spurgeon Books, If your religion is dead and a formal thing, then you will soon depart. And you wonder why people are leaving by the droves. Because they don't believe in the power of the gospel or Jesus Christ to be able to calm the storms and the winds of their lives. Instead of chasing and believing the words of those who are attempting to kill us every day, how about chasing and believing in the word that gives us life and peace? All it takes is one touch of the hem of his garment, my friends. One touch! One touch! Verse 34, And he said unto her daughter, Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace, and be whole of thy plague. There is no algorithm required. None! Psalm 33, 10-11, The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. He maketh the devices of the people of none effect. The counsel of the Lord standeth forever, the thoughts of his heart to all generations. Verse 5, I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and my iniquity have I not hid. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Selah. Now I understand that many of us may have to wrestle with God before... We become the Israel of God. But even then, such bouts do not require any sort of programming. It requires faith and thankfulness. Be glad at the end of the day that you have been a recipient of the reciprocation of God called grace. Because if we got our just deserve, every one of us would be in hell. But yet the Lord, how does he reciprocate? He says, believe, and then Teleta kumai, arise! We must arise once again, my friends. Verse 35-36 While yet spake there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he saith unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. And he took the damsel by the hand and said unto her, Talatha kumai which is being interpreted damsel I say unto thee arise and straightway the damsel arose and walked for she was age of twelve years and they were astonished with a great astonishment I truly believe that Jacob was astonished and that he indeed met the son of God on the day that his name was changed to Israel Genesis 32:30 30, and Jacob called the name of the place Peniel for I have seen God face to face and my life is preserved. It's only through the life of Jesus Christ and unless we become face to face with him that our lives will be preserved. Verse 4. And Esau ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him and they wept. That is the power of Christ, my friends, where even our enemies will we'll become at peace with us if we take our stand. The reciprocation of God is not the reciprocation of men, my friends. The reciprocation of men is nothing but spoiled milk. Nothing but spoiled milk. Psalm 32, 1-2, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose spoiled milk is thrown away. Whose sin is covered, blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and whose spirit there is no guile. Charles Spurgeon at Charles Spurgeon Books had tweeted today, think not of the sinner or the greatness of his sin, but think of the greatness of the Savior. I'll close with this. Andrew Torba he posted on Gabby says, I don't think you guys understand how big AI is and how much it levels the playing field for Christians to take dominion of culture. Soon we will be able to produce an entire Hollywood level production movie in a weekend for free. Do you understand how huge this is? And then I read one comment from a white privilege myth username on Gab. It says, AI, write me a Christian movie screenplay. AI then writes left behind in three to five minutes. So no, Torba, I do not understand how huge of what you're saying is. But I do understand how huge our God is and that he has all power and dominion already. And then, in closing, I see where this is headed, I guess, concerning uh, this AI Gab AI at reGab, not reGab News, which is Gab's Twitter page, posts two pictures of two pretty females, two pretty blonde females, and says that this is the Gab AI avatar contender. I quickly was reminded of Isaiah 3:12. As for my people, children are their oppressors, and women rule over them. O oh, my people, they which lead thee cause thee to error and destroy the way of thy past. In other words, they give us spoiled milk. All I can say is God help us because that right there is right up there with the Left Behind series. Just after recording today's episode, Heritage Mountain Farm had tagged me in a post on Gab, which was very timely, which leads me to the question, AI or this? He says, God's will be done. Putting my CDL to good use, now driving the church bus to bring our church's children to fellowship with other church children in competitive games, basketball, future plans for using the bus on Sundays to bring communities of people who do not have the means to drive to attend our church as well. Would have never guessed I'd be doing this, but it has become a blessing. Continuing to do my best to pursue the gospel with my family and to share The gospel with anyone who will listen have a blessed day he says so i ask again ai artificial intelligence spoiled milk or what i just read you i pray that this episode of gospel was a blessing to you and if you would like to become a team member of this christ work simply pray pray that god would use this podcast mightily for his glory Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.